0: The Major League season is right around the corner, and fans are having the first glimpse of their favorite teams. We'll discuss some real contenders. And what is baseball like for a non-fan? A perfect example will join us. From NKR in Washington, it's the Yankees Podcast.
1: Support for the Yankees Podcast comes from the Karens Who Aren't Karens group. KWAKG is an accumulation of people named Karen who aren't petty, rude, or racist. Founded by Karen Leuterstein, their mission is to show the world that not all people named Karen are. Learn more at kwakg.com. Hey, did you know that sponsorships are available on this podcast? Rates are negotiable. Learn more by emailing nkagon 23 at gmail.com.
0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Yankees Podcast. I'm N.K. So there are a lot of contenders this year in the Major League season, but there are a couple specific teams that we think will be big, big parts in how the Major League season of 2020 will play out. So we decided to call in a buttload of analysts to come help us out, and we gave each of them a team. So, John has elected to go first. So, um, John, you picked the Braves. So, um, tell us about the Braves this year.
2: The Braves won the Eastern Division last year. Then they were eliminated in the playoffs by the Cardinals. The Braves have a terrific young team. They've got plenty of talent, particularly in the pitching staff, which may be if it's not the best pitching staff in the Eastern Division, it, it is probably one of the top three. They also have some great young talent uh, in the infield. Uh, they've got some veterans in the outfield. Uh, and they've got one of the best players in the National League in Freddie Freeman, who's their first baseman. He's uh, He's been a stalwart for them for a number of years now. Uh, Braves have power. Uh, they, they've got some – uh, base speed, uh, so they can steal bases, uh, great, good defense. Uh, they, they're they just solid at almost right. every position. And uh, I know they, I believe they're a to take the Eastern Division again this, this season, even with the shortened season. Uh, so I, I think the Braves are going to be a very tough, uh, tough team for uh, the other teams in the Eastern Division yeah, to deal oh, with.
0: They appear to be very good. All right. And... Andrew, you chose the St. Louis Cardinals. What's their season looking like? What's
3: their season looking like? Well, the Cardinals are going to be interesting this year because they have uh, outstanding potential at every position. Uh, And over the years, each one of those players has had amazing years, and each player has had some uh, pretty difficult years. You know, if you look at Matt Carpenter, who has – set single season records for numbers of doubles uh, by a player in a season, and has struggled to to maintain a 200 batting average in other seasons. Paul Goldschmidt, Dexter Fowler, uh, Paul DeYoung, all have had uh, amazing seasons and some seasons where they really struggled. So uh, the Cardinals are in, are in a position where if, if they've got some players who really step up and have some career-type years, they're going to be in great shape and, and be top contenders in a very difficult division. If not, it's, it's going to be a difficult year. They should have a pitching staff that keeps them in contention. Um, uh, Flaherty uh, is one of the best young arms in uh, the major leagues right now. You've got Dakota Hudson. Uh, you've got Miles Michaelis. One of the question marks is going to be Carlos Martinez, who, again, you go back to that word potential, has the potential to be uh, a, an elite arm, uh, but he's struggled with injuries and in confidence over the years. So, you know, some of it will depend on on which Carlos Martinez shows up. And then, of course, uh, the crowd favorite and the St. Louis favorite, Adam Wainwright, whose career just keeps going and going and going. He's the energizer bunny of of pitchers on the St. Louis Cardinals pitching staff. Um, And he was um, left for dead a couple of years ago and then came back last year uh, with a great curveball and had a great season. So uh, we're excited to see what Adam Wainwright will do. Alright, so this the season.
0: Braves have it all. The cards are getting right. better, but one standout team is the Nationals who won the World Series and um that's uh Steph's team, um, who happens to also be the sponsor lady. Um so what are the what are the uh, nationals gonna do this year? So what are the what are the, uh,
1: nationals- <laughs> So uh, as you know, the Nationals um, had a bit of a rough start in 2019, and really, really got their stuff together as the reigning 2019 World Series champions. Uh, so uh, really proud of that for a relatively young franchise. Um, I think the Nationals are going to have a good year, but it's going to be challenging. And I, I unfortunately don't expect them to be in the World Championship this year, as I think everyone knows. Um, one of the most interesting things about the Nationals last year, besides a bit of a rough start in 2019 the first half of the year um, was that they have one of the most experienced teams um, in the MLB uh, also known as a team that has some players who are a bit higher in average age than the rest of the league um, that could start to hurt them pretty soon even with standout players like Adam Eaton and Ryan um, those guys are just not as young as they used to be and we may not be able to expect as much from them that said I would say that there are players who are sort of relatively unknown prior to 2019 that could make 2020 a really interesting year. Uh, players like Juan Soto, who I think was kind of a, no one really knew who he was. Uh, he's got a lot of energy, a lot of swagger, uh, probably needs to get his uh, his uh, attitude in check a little bit before he uh, is able to really feel like a, a solid memo. I think some awesome things for the team, uh, proved himself to be kind of a, a, a clutch player in, 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 stressful times. He's going to have to get his attitude in check. I know that that's uh, something that might dog him for, uh, for some time. He reminds me of some other players that have a bit of attitude, swagger, maybe a bit of, uh, of a temper. Um, so that's going to be something to uh, to keep in mind. Uh, but I think he's going to continue to be a great asset for the Nationals um, and make other players – excuse me, make other teams play uh, play hard against them. Uh, other kind of standout players I think we're going to see um, continue to make us proud are Estrebel Cabrera, a utility player in the infield. Uh, again, really great 2019 season. We're expecting a lot of great stuff from 2020. Uh, but the, the one thing that I did want to mention – which we haven't talked about yet, and this is really across the entire MLB, is there are players, uh, a number of players that we've come to rely on across every team that are opting out for this season uh, for one reason or another. Um, so players like Buster Posey, uh, Ryan Zimmerman, um, kind of all over the board, who have decided for personal reasons not to uh, not to play in 2020. And I think that's going to change the landscape of the game pretty significantly because the people that we as fans have come to rely on across the board. Uh, yeah, right. Exciting standout year for the Nats. Uh, I think it's going to be a solid year again. Don't think the Nats are going to end up in the World Series this year, uh, but uh, but it sure was uh, sure was a great twenty nineteen, particularly the second half of the season.
0: Okay, so now we transition to the underdogs, and that being uh, the New York Mets, who are kind of up and down, but fans are saying they're improving. Um, there's a lot of there's like a lot of doubt that that's actually happening, but that's completely up to this year's season. So, um, are you elected to do the Mets? Uh, how are they looking? Uh, there,
4: uh, Noam. Um, I would say although the Mets are uh, perhaps not uh, favorites uh, to win, they are they are considered strong contenders. Um, they really do have a lot of the 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 pieces. Um, in place to make a to make a strong run at it. I mean, as you know, uh, the Mets suffered um, a setback in the uh, season and an injury to Noah Syndergaard uh, earlier this year, so uh, they had been expected to be one of the stronger pitching staffs in the entire uh, league. Um, that um, that may no longer be the case, but they do have uh, a. The two-time reigning Cy Young Award winner uh, in uh, Jason um, Jacob chrome excuse me, um, and I think I mean there are a lot of wildcards. If the, if all the pieces of the Mets um, perform as hoped, um, I think you could see them make a strong run. They have uh, a bullpen that has the potential to be one of the best in the league. Um, we know that Edwin Diaz, uh, a couple years ago, was one of the best relievers in all of baseball and had a very disappointing 2019 season. Uh, if he's able to uh, to perform as he did previously um, uh, with the addition of uh, Batances, uh to the rotation, um, you could see one of the best bullpens in the league as well. Um uh, and then, lastly, I mean, I, I think the big wild card for the Mets will be um, injuries and health overall. Uh, you have Jonas Cespedes, who has barely played over the last couple of years. Uh, he says he's ready to come back, and um, and if you know he is a, a former MVP candidate, so if he can hit as he has in in previous years. Um, he can make a real difference, particularly as the NL has adopted for the season the designated hitter rule. So that would be a great fit for a guy like him. Um, the Mets is, uh, is the health of the team. Um, they have spent money in recent years on players who uh, barely performed uh, uh, due to injuries. So. Uh, I had mentioned earlier, Jonas Cespedes, um was a huge contract they signed a few years ago. Um, he has not played uh, virtually at all the last couple of years, but he says he's healthy and ready to return, and as a with the designated hitter rule uh, being uh, allowed in the National League this year, um, he could have uh, an opportunity to make a real impact on the team. So. Uh, we will see uh, who remains healthy, um, and obviously the big wild card for any of these teams is uh, COVID um, and um, what players are impacted and, and how that could uh, tangentially uh, affect the rest of the team.
0: All right, and if you want to listen to that, then go get it at anchor.fm. We really did enjoy talking with all of you. Coming up, we'll have the perspective of a non-baseball fan on baseball. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be right back on the Yankees podcast from NKR. And now a bonus clip from that interview.
5: Did <laughs> now with you? Now, since we're off the air, you have to know that I haven't been told what I'm doing and I'm not, and I'm not really if, uh, I mean, maybe maybe what we ought to do Hold is guys, just right save there. my part for another time.
3: <laughs> hey, on a, on a related note, uh, Doreen's cookies was a sponsor recently. <laughs> what, what can I learn about Doreen's cookies? What kind of cookies are these?
5: Uh, they're, they're, um, chocolate chip oatmeal um they are
4: the real deal okay world world world-class cookie territory i
2: didn't know
5: i was told that whenever the the boys came here the boys told me this that i wasn't i was not to be without the cookies
3: (laughs) (laughs) it's a pretty good deal
0: so here at the yankees podcast we always talk to someone who has experience and knowledge in baseball, but what's it like for your average person who's never thought about baseball really before? So we decided to call up the only person that could fulfill this spot. And she happens to be one of our cookie sponsors. Hi, Doreen. Hi there, Noah. Um, so what do you associate the word baseball to? When you think about the game, if somebody says baseball, what comes to mind first?
5: Oh, the very first thing is is that I think about how much my sons played it. Uh, they just, they loved it. And then now my grandson's are into it in one way or another. Um, and But if I picture baseball in my mind, I think of crowds, uh, hot dogs, um, lots of noise. <laughs> And players all revved up to go, standing there tense
0: and on their way. <laughs> that, that's, uh, that's a great answer. Um, okay, so what do you think is the most interesting part of the game for you? Not For a non-baseball fan who doesn't really watch a lot of baseball, what is the most interesting part of it for you?
5: Sort sort of how it all works together. Well, for one thing, I, you know, I I've never really quite understood how it took hold in the way it did in the United States. I mean, it really is an American sport. Um, um, But then, you know, you, you, you see the responsiveness of the crowd to uh, the players and everything that goes on. Right. Um, And, um, I'm I'm just I'm impressed with the demands made on players because uh, even though de- they don't use every single skill they have in a game, right. um, They have to have they have to be ready to use all kinds of skills, and it's, so it's much more demanding than it would a- appear to be
0: just by a simple game. Okay, and so um, that a hundred percent makes sense, so what confuses you the most about being an outsider to baseball um like what what do you just not understand about the game um well i i think I
5: think the organization of the leagues and the teams in them and how all all of that comes together and what they do back and forth, and then in the in the final uh Coming up with a, with a, the winning team, what's all involved with that? That I can't even I, – I I know it's accessible information, but I've never gone after it.
0: So um, do you have any favorite parts of the game? Um, I know you don't watch it, you know, that often, but what, what do you enjoy seeing about baseball?
5: Oh, things like um, when players slide into bases. I love that. Um, I – I know I always feel sorry when a a ball has been hit really hard and then, and we're thinking that maybe it's going to be a home run and somebody reaches up and catches it. That's always,
0: exactly.
5: That's always tough. Um, Um, Go ahead. Yeah. uh, yeah, So I, I guess, I guess that's that. And I, I, another thing I really like to watch is a curve ball being
0: pitched. Exactly. Um, the di- watching the different types of uh, pitches go by, like the curveball and it dropping, the fastball just blazing it in there. It's a really um fun thing to watch. Um, do you got do you have any um other thoughts about the game? Um, any general thoughts? Like what comes to mind? Um, well, let's see. One one thing
5: I one thing I'm I'm not really um I I've always I've always wondered i think there are two, two just two kinds of gloves that are used in the game I mean I think that that's like the catcher's glove and and then the regular players' gloves but maybe there are more than that
0: uh are there um I think there might i think there are different versions of gloves except there's the general difference is the difference between like catcher and fielder like i'm sure the pi- i'm pretty sure the pitchers were you know more protected gloves so batters can't you know see what pitch is coming outfielders more like i'm i'm, oh, yeah. guessing, I'm like, guessing like wider gloves cuz the balls are coming to them uh like from above and um you know infielders probably need to get the ball out of their glove to you know throw it to first base or throw a runner out but I do think you um, hopped on the train of the general difference being catcher's glove and you know um, normal person's glove because like a normal person isn't having a ninety-five to a hundred mile an hour fastball blazing into their glove. You know. So, so. Now,
5: now that's another that's another part of the question actually too is how how one gets the hang of catching a ball in a mitt, (laughs) you, it's not like you can feel it in your hand. So it, and so it, and it seems like the glove, actually, whenever I've tried, um, the glove gets in the way.
0: Exactly. Um, you know, catching the ball is a very important skill, of course, to play baseball. Um, and, um, it does take a lot of effort. Um, and I could see why an outsider to baseball would think that that's um, a skill that needs to be perfected, and they would be 100% right by saying that. Like, you see, even in the major leagues, players sometimes, you know, drop balls. Of course, you know, balls are hit a lot harder there, but still, it, it's like a, you can't play baseball without catching it. Like, that's a really, um, you know, big part of the sport. Um, okay, so moving on, on to my final question. Um, what is your favorite baseball team?
5: Oh, well, see, it would be hard for me to say. I I probably should say um, both the New York Yankees and the Mets.
0: Think about but, the podcast you're on.
5: <laughs> but, you know, I think maybe the, Met, the Mets, because they were always a bit of an underdog. And um, not that they've stayed that way, but but they sure had a hard time breaking into it and becoming acknowledged.
0: So (laughs) those are my two favorites. I'm sure, um, uh, just to confirm, you're taking the blame if uh, the Little Mets analyst um, that's down in the studio right now um, contacts us. um, So, you know, um, I really do appreciate it, uh, Doreen. It was um, really nice to talk to you. All right. All right, stay safe. Have a good one. All right, that was Miss Doreen Kagan talking about what it's like to be an outsider to baseball. And that concludes this much longer episode of the Yankees podcast. I promised it. Here you go. This is what it is. We only talked about two things, but that doesn't matter. Still, you're giving your content. This is the Yankees podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We were produced today by myself, written by myself, edited by myself. Stephanie Isley is the podcast lady. Hudson Kagan is here for emotional support. Thank you so much, Stephen, for all that. PremiumBeat.com is the music. Thank you so much to everybody who helped put this in. Thank you so much to Doreen Kagan, Stephanie Isley, Andrew Boyerstein, John Isley, Ari Kagan. And everybody else who put in the time to go give us an interview. Thank you so much for listening. I'm No Gagan. Next episode will be up soon. Thank you so much for listening. You're listening to the Yankees Podcast from NKR.